0: initiating startup sequence.
1: you are now plugged in hey guys and thank you for tuning in to episode 235 of the plug and play podcast i'm your zach and alongside me as always is tim
2: welcome minions
1: welcome back to the old intro music the new the new the newish yeah the, you ran it two weeks in a yeah, row yeah i got fucked up Sorry. You need to delete that file. Yeah, well, I need to delete it. archive it. Exactly. So, uh, first half-dates of treats is brought to us by Tim. It's the Ballast Point Fathom IPA.
2: Fathom IPA highlights our favorite characteristics of the West Coast IPA style. This crisp and clean brew features a touch of malt on the surface with an ocean of zesty orange and piney hops below. The result is a refreshing, easy-drinking IPA with just the right amount of depth. 6 ABV, 50 IBUs. Cheers.
1: Cheers. A... I like it. I it's too. not bad.
2: No, I like it too. It's <clears throat> just got a very unique aftertaste.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. It's like almost like a sweet bitter.
2: Yeah, it's it's different than the typical like pine that you yeah. get for a northwest. Ape. I'm trying to describe. Think of a way to describe that. It's it's unique. It, it's very smooth in the front, and then there's this weird little aftertaste. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. All right, it's, it's interesting. Though. It is good. Um, I haven't had a bad Ballast Point brew yet. So speaking of editing and uh, such, yes, my son he uh, has a voice coach, and okay. she's awesome. She, first of all, she's super affordable, and she's very approachable. The kids love her. Hmm.
1: There's no link on that one.
2: Okay. Well, so I what, got.
1: I will continue on with your sons. I got your son's link.
2: Um. So yes, so he got as part of his voice lessons every year. She does several <laughs> things, including like a concert where the, she plays like. All the kids get to stand up and like do the songs they've been doing. Nice. There's food afterwards. That's cool. And then the other thing she does is a studio time where she, there's like a local studio that's actually pretty well equipped and the kids get to go in and record a song and it's pretty neat. Uh, so if you don't mind, we'll play like, I don't know, 20 seconds of uh, my son's recording. Sounds good.
3: good enough for copyright yeah. stroke
2: yet maybe all right that's probably a good sample um so it's an adorable memory we have um just like you know his, his voice is still developing yeah and so there's a cool little snapshot yeah and, and he's
1: only been singing for a uh, year now right right yeah voice Years? license
4: yeah
2: um so yeah that was really cool the other thing we did this week was we went and saw shazam and i had a little clip for you but i can't find it sorry Hmm. Um. Um. It was actually really good. Like okay. I haven't enjoyed the DC movies as much as the Marvel movies. Okay. But this one was was really funny. Like
1: I heard that I've heard a lot of people say like this is a Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: I mean, it had the same kind of well, not the same kind of humor, but it was very funny throughout. I mean, it's kind of like every teen's like fantasy to have all of a sudden have superpowers, which is what happens in the movie. Like whenever the kid says Shazam, he turns into this bulked out, roided out like superhero that's basically invincible. Um, so... did not he,
1: like... Uh, spoiler alerts. Never mind. I listened to a spoil cast of it, and I was gonna say something, but I can't.
2: So, yeah, it was actually really Shazam! good. Shazam! The uh, Z stands for Zeus. It was... It was really funny. Um, I mean, the story was pretty much typical, like, bad guy. Get the bad guy. But, um, just the characters were really funny. He likes like get a group home for, like, um, orphans and such. And, I don't know. Just... All the, all of the first of all, it's hard to get good teen actors and they had several really good oh, ones. Oh nice, that's cool. Um They and, had
1: the Stranger Things cast gotcha cool. I mean,
2: of that caliber. but yeah. I don't think the same people. My daughter recognized actually recognized two of the actors. I'm like, I don't know who they are, but um huh. it's really funny. I do recommend it. It's the first DC movie I think I can recommend. Okay. Um Shazam, it's fun. Sweet. What have you been up to?
1: Uh working a lot. Uh Woo-hoo! yeah. My father in law came into town. Huh? And my son decided that this was gonna be the weekend that he was just gonna say fuck everything. And just like didn't want nothing to do with nobody. <laughs> so N- nothing.
2: So definitely your son then.
1: Yeah, he was like there was no pleasing him, and there was like.
2: So he's a little brat.
1: Yeah, which is weird. Like he's usually like he's usually like his mom like really good and stuff, and then this weekend it was just like rough weekend.
2: Hmm.
1: yeah so
2: i'm gonna have to ask you something off air later I think. yeah
1: probably we should probably talk about it more off air i'd prefer that um and i ooh, game of thrones game of thrones is back people
2: i've been watching it too but not what you're watching i'm trying to catch up i am on season four
1: uh, i was gonna play the trailer for this season but i guess we can't do that then
2: um so i've heard the trailer goes really well with uh a whole new world from aladdin really yeah when they're
1: i actually haven't seen this this trailer yet so
2: well it's not the trailer so much as the opening for the episode Oh, okay i can show you the world and like john snow's on
1: it's very true yeah he's on well you it's know, like in the middle of it but
2: yes but yeah, someone, yes someone mashed that up yeah it, it was amazing
1: it, yeah no he's yeah he's a uh, he's mm-hmm. he's a high flyer
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, he joined the mile high club if you know what I mean? Nice. Um, and then also Blazers are in the playoffs, so we are two and o. So now we're going to Oklahoma. So hopefully we can win there.
2: Sports ball, Yay. Sports
1: ball, yay! We're winning. Cool. Go team, um, go. Go team, go. Roo, roo, rah. Um, yeah. You wanna talk some news?
2: Uh, yeah, we got a shit ton of news. That's why I kind of wanted to skip through like what i went up to because S- some news. Some news. Uh- <laughs>
1: still need to edit this music so there's a Nintendo background place in there. You need to remind me again someday.
2: It's all good. I think you should get the first one.
1: Oh, goddammit. Zelda VR. I, I actually well, you didn't. were asking
2: about this last week. I, I got answers for you.
1: Okay, so earlier this month, Nintendo announced that two Switch games, Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, will receive Labo VR support, free updates on April 25th. In um, a new post on the Zelda official website, I got a pop-up Sweet. Breath of the Wild technical director um, shed some light on the game's upcoming Labo VR update. Uh, previously confirmed, you'll be able to toggle the VR mode on and off at any time from the game's option menu, even if you already have an existing save file. <clears throat> Once so the option- this is
2: important because people are speculating two things. First, that it would just be like a really short Zelda experience, like not an actual part of the game. And then second, that you have to start a new game and people were mm. like, oh, that would suck. No, it's our So continue. Okay.
1: Once the option has been enabled, you'll need to insert the Switch console into Labo VR goggles to view the world of Hyrule in VR. The game's controls and content will remain the same whether you play in 2D or 3D, but you'll be able to move in the game, move the game, wait, move the in-game camera by looking around the VR goggles. Although this can be toggled off and on from the options menu, uh, he recommends trying the VR mode when there's something interesting to see, like a location with a great view. Or a favorite character, or a piece of equipment.
2: Yeah, that makes sense to me. I don't think you'd actually want to play Zelda this way. Because first of all, it's low resolution at 720p, and second, like the Labo VR, you have to hold it to your face. So how do yeah. you? Yeah. So are you like literally playing with the Joy Cons next to your head, or
1: does it like sit? Is it like a mount? Like a? Is it like a PSVR that has like a slit cut in it, and then you just slide the switch in there and take off the Joy Cons? and You're holding the Joy Cons.
2: And well, then how is it? You have to hold the Labo to your face though. I don't know. Well, just no, saying,
1: but it would be like a PSVR headset, dude.
2: Except the PSVR headset has something that snaps onto the back of your head. Labo does not.
1: Huh. The full suite costs $80, while the starter set comes with the Labo VR game card and the materials to build the VR goggles. The Blaster Toy-Con retailers for $40 the remaining Toy-Cons can be purchased in $20 expansion sets. Yes. What the fuck is a Toy-Con? Uh,
2: Toy-Con... <laughs> Is a piece of cardboard that you put a Joy-Con into and it does something. There's like one looks sort of like an elephant. Um, there's one looks like a like a bazooka attached to your face. Um, they're very bizarre. Um, if you and I what were going to do this, we should probably get, just get the forty-dollar one, which I can get a Best Buy for. We should split it for, is 30, that you're saying? for thirty-two. We should buy one. So here's the thing: like if you tell the software that you have the whole suite, you can kind of fake your own toy Cons, like just use normal cardboard or.
1: What the fuck do you need a Toy-Con for? Just hold the goddamn Joy-Con.
2: No, you have to see these contraptions. Like they're, they're weird.
1: Okay, you take the next one. I'm Googling what the fuck a Toy-Con is. Toy-Con. Sure. Toy-Con.
2: Um, so, secret messages in, in hardware is a recently new development. Like, yes. The Stadia controller is going to have the Konami code on the bottom of it. The Nintendo Switch. Uh,
1: oh! I just got an email from Facebook. So, I wasn't going to mention this on air. But a few nights ago, Tim... What? So you know how I'm always like, copyright strike, copyright strike, give me a copyright strike. Yeah. So I got an email from Facebook about Podcast Junkie saying they were taking down Podcast Junkie off of Facebook. Why? Because of legal actions. And I was like, this is fucked up. But nothing has happened yet. So I literally just got an email that says, we sent you an e-bone by mistake. What
2: the hell? (laughs) Okay, that's pretty random. Speaking of random and paranoid weird things, (laughs) literally, (laughs) I've just
1: been waiting for podcasts to disappear.
2: That's weird. Um, So there's hidden Easter egg messages appearing on the motion controllers for recent Oculus Quest and Oculus Rift headsets. What the fuck? Um, Yeah, they're labels inside of like the headset that they. Okay, the messages say this space for rent. Big Brother's watching. The Masons were here.
1: Wait, they say this like literally like on the device. Yeah. Like where the fuck is that? On the where is that on the?
2: Um, Joy- like on the cable, I think, on oh, the controllers. Geez,
1: that's weirdest. That's like That came from the factory. That like way. like they're
2: saying it's a joke, or like those are production models, and they forgot to take them out. But like, imagine getting like a piece I of, hard- one now. This piece of hardware that watching. says. The Masons were here. <laughs> big Brother is watching. I want so that one. weird as hell. I want the, someone that says Big Brother is watching. It, keeping in mind that Oculus, speaking of Facebook, is funded by Facebook, um, who is literally Big Brother and is literally watching you?
1: Apparently, they sent me an email by mistake.
2: That's, <laughs> Facebook is so fucked right now. Okay. Speaking of things that are... Kind of fucked? Well, less fucked now. They were really fucked when they launched. They're getting better. Xbox. I saw
1: a number thing for Xbox. Xbox Ones have only sold 20 million more than Nintendo 64. Damn. Yeah, that's fucked.
2: Well, there's going to be a new model of uh, Xbox One. They ones. can be fucked more. No, this. Is, I don't know. I like this. Uh, Microsoft unveils disc-less Xbox One, all digital edition for 249. Okay. Um,
1: no more Blu-ray option, people.
2: Nope. Get rid of that Blu-ray disc. Yep. Um, it'll be sold alongside the original Xbox One S, and the more powerful Xbox One X. Um, the big selling point here is this all digital edition will not ship with Blu ray drive, cutting the price by $50. Bucks. Um it will have one, one terabyte hard drive, and it comes with Forza Horizon 3, and CFDs, and Minecraft, all just in the box. So, I don't know, that's cool. I think that will be more and more common in the next console generation.
1: Can I read you something else Is news? Apparently, I'm a commander. Of what? I don't know. Can you help me with this?
2: What are you, you just you're just like reading random emails now.
1: Nope. This is a review on iTunes.
2: OK. From a uh, podcast junkie.
1: Yes. It says phenomenal podcast for MTG commander. Magic the Gathering commander. I haven't reviewed shit for Magic the Command for Magic the Gathering commander.
2: Did they get give you five stars? They did. OK.
1: I mean, that's all that matters. I'm at four point nine out of five. But
2: OK, go read some more emails. I'll read the next. Newslet. Oh, Fine. Or you want the next one? No,
1: it's fine. You read it. I'm really confused why you they're saying. You have to read the it. last
2: one, then, damn it! So I'm not gonna read all these news. These
1: guys know their stuff. Great. Wait, am I on the wrong? Oh, you know what? This isn't even podcast junkie. I must have clicked something funny.
2: What are you doing right now? Literally, what are you doing right now? Big
1: fan of Zach and what he's doing. That's the newest review. Never mind. It's from snoozing away too. I don't know who the fuck that is, but thank
2: you. Snoozing Nobody away who's listening right now knows who the fuck that is either.
1: I don't know how the hell I got to commander stuff. Video game that news. Was really confusing as hell.
2: Video game news. Sony. The Commander Zone. Sony has acknowledged that there is a PlayStation Five, and they've released some details.
1: Like we're gonna be bankrupt before PlayStation Five comes out. No,
2: they're not. They're doing okay. They're doing great. Yeah. They're making some bad decisions right now, but those <laughs> effects won't happen for a couple years. Okay, the so PlayStation Five will have 8K graphics, ray tracing, um, solid state uh, hard drives. Why
1: 8K? No human eye can see fucking 8K.
2: People like bigger numbers. Here's the one I care about. PS4 backwards compatibility. That is what she said. So that means I can get it day one and still play the games I'm still playing.
1: So that means day one, I can take your PS4 and play in better quality.
2: And then some. Yeah, you can so... take my PS4 and, and continue to not play it, yes.
1: I play it. I played all Red Dead Redemption.
2: Yeah, but what about the snowboard game? I
1: did play a little bit of it. Mm. All right. Mm.
2: Like it's a great console. And it you is. barely touch it.
1: What the. I barely touch any consoles oh, oh, nowadays. Oh, This is
2: also cool. Um, the PSVR will be compatible with it.
1: That's really cool. That's very beneficial. For so you.
2: they have like there's been like patents and stuff. So basically, it looks like there's gonna be a next gen, uh, PSVR with its own controllers, not the old. The Move controllers are actually a like rolled over from PlayStation Three era. Hmm. Um, they are ancient tech. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the next PSVR will probably have um, be wireless and have a different controller, but Going out of the gate, that means I don't have to, to dump my PSVR quite yet. I can play the games. And you can just... play for a little bit. Yeah, so I like that. That's nice. cool. So it also will not be coming out this year. That's the other bit of news. What about. the fuck? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they're going to. Next gonna... year? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Okay. Alright, so if you've been watching the news, you probably knew that there was a big fire um, at one of the world's... Like... The
1: assassins went fucking wild.
2: <laughs> yes, It. Uh, um. I'm getting to that part. The uh, Notre Dame Cathedral, mm-hmm. uh, the roof burned and the spire fell down. It's very sad. Did you see that video I sent you?
1: Is that the only thing that fell down? Because if that's all that fell down, whatever, dude.
2: Well, it was on fire like like for like a while all they, day. For a while they were worried the whole structure was going to be burnt, but they did contain the fire. And so
1: wait, is it like a complete loss or is it just like like it's fucked but like we can rebuild? It's fu- Bob the Builder can fix it. It's fucked, but, we, but can. we can
2: rebuild. They did lose one of the stained glass windows. Oh, damn. And That's hard to lose glass. That had to be the, fucking hot. The Spire was pretty iconic. The good news is, because they were actually remodeling, which is what started the fire, they had removed a lot of the gargoyles from the Spire. So those. Can, oh, shit. So that's really good. Anyway, Ubisoft has... When they made uh, Assassin's Creed Unity, they sent some guy to, like... He not,
1: basically uh, mapped it all out.
2: Right. I don't know what you'd call it. It's not motion capture, but he like got a very accurate representation. Like took two years to do it. Yeah. And um, So Ubisoft is contributing um roughly $564,000 to help with the restoration and deconstruction of the cathedral. And for this week, they're letting anyone go sign on to Unity and download Assassin's Creed Unity for free. That's cool. So you can go check out. A vert- I
1: might want to uh, do that. Actually,
2: I mean, I've heard the game's kind of shit, but I would go just for
1: free hang I, on dicks.
2: There's no dicks in that
1: game. Aww,
2: that's important though. Actually, we're gonna get back to dicks later. Um, I
1: mean, a lot of people call me a dick, Tim.
2: So, yeah, there's no giant statues of dicks you can hang off of, but they can hang off of the notice. Sorry,
1: I was like, what the fuck is that?
2: All of a sudden, an ad started Facebook playing on the watching. story. It, yeah, so. That's the news. That was the most disjointed news we've ever done.
1: Mm, no, I don't think so. Uh, hey, Tim, you want to talk to some tech?
2: I'm afraid to now. Yeah,
1: what the fuck is this? What? Media Live Gamer Portable 2?
2: I think I've actually talked about this before. Oh, thought- is this
1: your capture card thing? Yep. Do we take to PAX every year?
2: Take it to PAX. I record on a Switch stuff for reviews and it's worked pretty well and that's been
1: amazing
2: until it broke yeah. until <laughs> so it's dead so how it works is you plug an hdmi from whatever source in and then another one out so you can watch what you're playing and then you plug in a um, any usb power source so it can literally be
1: it literally just captures whatever goes in right
2: but that it has to be powered and so the part the usb port i pushed it in like i normally do and the plug just
1: Kind of went all the way through.
2: Kind of like a hot dog thrown down a hallway.
1: Just kind of flopped all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So I look in the in the port Been there before. I looked in the port and the little the little piece that docks with the USB is just it just fell off of the circuit board and it's just rattling around in there. So I <laughs> I literally cannot power the device. Um, I went through a whole thing which I will not enumerate here, but I finally got an RMA through the company Avramedia. Um, they. Got it today in California, my old unit. So hopefully I'll hear from them soon with a return brand new unit. Because I do like it. Um, but now I've got a dilemma. Now I know that that part of the device is utter shit. It's not really held onto the circuit board well. So I've come up with a solution. And this... It's I thought we
1: kinda... back something on Facebook. Or so on I Twitter went today. down
2: a really deep rabbit hole, as I sometimes do when I'm looking up tech. So what I wanted was a USB cord... That I wouldn't have to keep plugging in and unplugging, which it would cause stress and break it again. Yeah, magnetic. So, yeah, I've got a USB cord here with a magnetic. This was a Kickstarter thing that we did. This was not.
1: This was not.
2: Um, So, there's a ton of these on Amazon. Like, literally, like, seven to eight manufacturers with wildly, wildly differing uh, reviews. So, this is the one that seemed to have the most positive. Um, So, I've had some of these in the past. And the issues I have is because of the charging tip disconnecting. Here's... So, okay, let me back up. It's literally a magnet. There's a magnet just for the tip of the... That's what she said. This is a micro USB, so that... And then, um, let me see if the microphone picks up. That's it snapping on to the um, connection for the rest of the cable. Um, So, the problem is, is the little things sometimes fall apart, like, really easily. Sometimes the magnets are weak. This particular one seems fine. Um, So, I... Yeah, I've, I looked at all sorts of ones. Like, it seems like the best one is the one that we're—I'm gonna, going to feature in the Kickstarter later, but that's not out yet. It's going to ship in July. Um, I might get a couple for my phone though. I did back it for one. I haven't decided which tip to get yet. That's what so she they, said. They have uh, USB C US. So this is the micro, and I, it also came with a tip for um, i iPad, iPhone stuff. Nice. So I can put it. So what I like about this is this—this this tip is going to live in my Media forever when I get it. So this will never. It'll. I'll plug plug in something once and then leave it. And then when I need to charge it, I just like the cable will just snap.
1: Pretty God it doesn't pull it out.
2: Well, if it someone pulls on it, it's just gonna.
1: That's what I'm saying is, I'm hoping the magnet's not strong enough to pull it out of the thing, the device.
2: It is pretty strong. It is pretty strong. Um. So that's my solution for that yeah. situation. I hope
1: it. I hope it works because that's an awesome product you had.
2: And I'm thinking of doing the same thing for my phone because I've actually had charging problems with my phone because dust yep. dust gets into the yeah. the port. So if, well,
1: and actually the same exact phone that I have is the same one you have, and my charging port wore out on my last one.
2: I don't think it wore out. Like a guy at the Verizon store has spent literally 20 minutes digging out gunk from that port, and once he did, it worked fine. Hmm. Because if you got junk in there, you can't push the, the cable in correctly. But if I had a magnetic tip always in there, it would block that from it getting dust. And yeah, there's all the, lots of other benefits from this kind of cable situation, which we'll get into in the Kickstarter segment. But all right. that's all Are I have for news. No, God, no, that was terrible. Let's not do news again. Let's take a break. Drink some more beer.
1: All right. Tim said news, guys. No. You
2: have breaking news?
1: Breaking news: There is no news. I'm not sure you need more to drink. I need more time. I haven't been drinking very much. That's no. Okay. No.
2: Right. whiskey would say otherwise. I thought you said you weren't yeah. contradicting yourself. We'll be right back. No. We'll figure this out.
1: We are back, packing it up to the second half of the show, guys. We're having the same drinks as first half. And, uh, Tim, you ready to kick it? Let's kick it. Tim, you want to kick us off with your, uh, your
2: uh, Uno? Sure. Um, this is the same type of cable that I bought on Amazon, but like a super deluxe one. Okay. Um, why don't I just let them go through the benefits of this type of cable, that's what their video basically is. Alright. It's called the Uno.
1: He's taking a poop.
2: Can your cable do that? He's pulling a
5: truck with a cable. Didn't think so. We're ASAP Technologies. We understand that in today's fast-paced world, we are constantly connected to the world around us through our devices. So we decided to simplify your lifestyle. This is Uno, one cable that works for all mobile devices using the world's strongest magnets. Mornings are already tough. You don't want to wake up to a bad day. Uno is designed to unplug easily from any device. It's yank safe. Busy lives sometimes mean that your hands are occupied. You can easily connect UNO to your phone with just one hand free. One hand yanking. Perfect for tricky situations and convenient (laughs) for when you're on the go.
0: Tricky hands.
5: Accidents can happen and smashed screens are (laughs) expensive to repair. UNO is snag free so you have one less thing to stress about for the day. And is convenient for all your work needs. We are spoiled by choice but that means different devices different cables Uno is the world's first cross-device compatible magnetic cable with a type C input designed they for they all USB headphones? devices there are some headphones in at
4: ASAP thought.
5: technologies we believe that users Wireless, should be the innovators of products so we listened to your feedback what could be changed improved and created our latest product LED light too bright at night the UNO LED hole is 40% smaller than X-Connect. Small holes, better. We increased the magnetic Tighter. strength by introducing a locking mechanism, giving your cable a stronger connection and twice the lifespan.
1: Thicker just yanked it
5: up. wires ensure QC2. Three and four compatibility, as well as Apple so fast like, charge. That's been a, a problem with other MacBook cables. MacBook users can conveniently fast charge iPhones from their MacBook power adapter or connect directly to their MacBook. Uno saves you money with just one cable for all your current and future devices, with the option of an adapter for your traditional USB ports. Not only is Uno built for tomorrow. Our cables are made from quality materials, including tangle-free nylon, and we're backing it with a 10-year warranty for your peace of mind. I'm Vinny, And I'm Gabby. And together we founded ASAP Technologies in 2016. Thanks to the immense support from our community, you've helped us create the world's most crowd-funded cable. We've raised over $1.8 million across four successful campaigns delivering to more than 130 All countries goes, by the with way. features in major publications including Business Insider, BuzzFeed, Hypebeast and GQ. The mould is already completed. Honestly. We just need the support of you, our value backers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <That's the latest laughs> Okay. All right. So that's Uno, the world's first cross-device USB Type C magnetic cable, charging redefined. Capable of QC three. Okay, it can fast charge. That, that's it. <laughs> Dang it. So the cool thing about this Kickstarter is they are like all tooled and ready to go. They're going to start shipping in July. Um, so this is what well, we say that Kickstarter is on a pre-order. This is basically a pre-order. Um, all the super early birds are gone. Could have grabbed one for sixteen dollars. Now it's up to twenty-one. So I backed it at the twenty-one level. How many do you get? So that's the thing. If I back at the twenty-one level, when it comes time to check out, I can add twenty-one and get as many as I want.
1: You can add twenty-one.
2: Yes, another twenty-one, and still pay the eight dollars in shipping. So like,
1: So you can add like, you can add three hundred dollars and get like, I don't know how many of
2: them. I don't think I would need more than three. Um, one from my, my charging station at. By my bed for my phone, and then one for each vehicle. And then when I go to packs, I just grab one from the vehicles, and boom. And I could get different tips too. Like I probably only need one USB C tip. I could get, like, if my daughter thought this was cool, I could get her, her stupid iPhone uh, tip, and she could charge in the car too. Um. So yeah, hmm. I have to decide how many I actually want. But uh, it's twenty one plus eight shipping.
1: How How many tips does that give you?
2: I think just one, which kind of sucks. That does suck. Um. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, okay, for you can't see the video. He's like pulling.
1: No, he's not. He's uh, doing shit. He's
2: he's pulling a vehicle by its trailer hitch. It's got a cable wrapped around the trailer hitch. He's pulling it. Um,
1: you know what I think about only one tip.
2: What do you think about only one tip? Uh, 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 right, Can look. your cable do that? <laughs> Okay, so I told you that you could get one one cable for $21. Yes. So there's 51 days to go. There's 1,178 backers currently with $69,000 pledged pledged of a goal of 5000 So they are backed. Um. So, yeah, that's all you need to know about that. What is your first Kickstarter?
1: My fir- first kick, Kirk? my fir- Kickstarter is Portrait of a Free Man. What's go- that about? I'm just going to go ahead and let them talk about it.
2: That's probably a good idea at this point.
1: No, it's not, but. Frederick Douglass, presenting Douglass Iconic 1845 Autobiography written by Henry Louis Gates, Jr. He does actually talk about it, I really like the music. He's walking around looking at pages that are like hand printed. Hi,
3: my name is Luke Ponifel and welcome to Thornwillow Press a company I started when I was 16 years old, and today is one of the last remaining fine publishing houses in the world. Here at the press, we believe that objects have soul. Each of our books is printed letterpress on beautiful paper, bound by hand, and numbered and signed. Moreover, we believe in uniting the craft of fine bookmaking with ideas that matter, to create something that will endure. Today, I'm pleased to announce that we are working with renowned literary critic, historian, filmmaker and Harvard University professor, Henry Louis Gates, Jr., to publish a new edition that explores the life and legacy of Frederick Douglass. This book brings together the powerful narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass, his masterful 1845 autobiography, with two monographs by Professor Gates, which offer readers new and profound insights into the life of this iconic American. Frederick Douglass was the most photographed man of the 19th century. Each book includes facsimile reproductions of portraits of Douglas that present a lifetime in pursuit of freedom. His legacy remains a beacon for civil rights and the right of everyone to participate in the American dream. He used his story and image for this great and noble cause. In many ways, it is more important now than ever to learn from and be inspired by his legacy. We need your help to bring this important addition to life. Thank you.
2: That's very cool, Zach, but I, I got to admit, I'm kind of afraid how much that's going to cost per unit.
1: Not a lot. Really? Not a lot, Tim. Okay. 23 days ago. Okay. 143 backers. Okay. 50000 U.S. dollars is what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Currently at 43524 Almost there. Almost there. If you want the paper wrapper, get your copy of Frederick Douglass, Portrait of a Free Man Bound in a Letterpress Paper Wrapper. Your copy will be signed and numbered. And her name included in the subscribers list, it's $85. Is
2: that a lot? For a paper-wrapped one, yeah. I'm, how much is the actual hardbound? I'm scared.
1: Well, it Wouldn't that be, like, technically hardbound? It would just be, like, with a paper instead of, like, a leather cover.
2: Okay, sure. How much is the leather cover? Well, we don't want to go there, too. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Yes, I do.
1: Okay, for the two... No, okay, half-cloth cover. All right. That's $185. Okay. Uh Douglas fan. Well that's two of them again. Uh paper collector, cloth collector, early word half leather. Half leather. Half leather. Only the front half. Five hundred and eighty five. <whistles> the one that I think's really cool mm-hmm. is the back panel. And so there's 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 three big granddaddies mm-hmm. of them all. Same exact price. Four thousand U.S. dollars is the granddaddy of them all. Damn. One's called the Lens. Get a unique copy of Frederick Douglass, Portrait of a Freeman, bound in full Morocco and set with a genuine lens of from a nineteenth-century camera, presented in a suede-lined clamshell box. Your copy will be signed, numbered, and your name included prominently on the subscribers list. There's one and one of those left. The other $4,000 level is the Bellows. Get a unique copy of the Frederick Douglass portrait of a freeman bound in full morocco with set genuine bellows from the 19th century camera. Presented in suede leather clamshell box. One on one of those left. And the other, the last. So they basically
2: th- took apart a camera and like.
1: From the 19th century. Okay. The back panel. Again, unique book. With a genuine back panel from a 19th century camera. Presented in suede, lemon, or not lemon, lined, <laughs> clamshell box, copy signed. Lined number, in lemons. Lined in lemons. That's what I got for you. What do you got next?
2: All right. I have got um, runes and regulations. For that's, that's for next week, maybe. Uh, okay. Uh, runes and regulations. It's a game of suburban sorcery. And if you're ready, go ahead and play the video. Some people try to rule the world by using dark magic Hell and yeah. summoning frightening beasts. Yeah! Wait,
5: that can't be right. Is ah, here it is. Oh. Welcome to Runes and Regulations, a game of suburban sorcery. In this game, you cast powerful spells to get new pets and disturb your neighbors. Your runes are enchanted household appliances that you can use to take your neighbors by surprise. They'll never know you have a Toastinator 2000 up your sleeve. And don't forget to spin the spinner to test your fate. Will you get lucky? In this neighborhood, the Homeowners Association only allows you to have four pets. So, naturally, you need five to win. (laughs) Summon, steal, hex, restore, annoy, destroy, and passive-aggress your way to victory! Also, there's a stray dog. Runes and Regulations. Welcome to the neighborhood.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Rami, creator of Unstable Unicorns. I want to tell you a little bit about the story of how Runes and Regulations came to be. Sometimes inspiration comes from really unexpected places. In this case, it came last year when I was nearly evicted from my apartment. The apartment complex had a two pet policy and I was almost kicked out because I had two cats and a dog. I may or may not have pretended one of my cats died. I have since moved. Anyway. I'm not sure what about that experience really screamed, you should make a game about this. But that's exactly what happened. (laughs) We've all daydreamed of living in a world with magical powers and mythical creatures. But in reality, that world would probably be just as petty as ours. And that's what Runes and Regulations is all about. We've playtested and polished it over the last eight months, and it's finally ready to see the light of day. The game pulls you into a whimsical world with interactive, strategic gameplay. It also has really adorable and amazing creatures that were inspired by our own pets. Maybe it's bad for me to say this, but I think Runes and Regulations is a really awesome game and I hope you'll think so too. When you back this project, you'll get access to Kickstarter exclusive characters and game accessories. You won't be able to get this stuff anywhere else ever again. Like ever, ever. We'll also announce stretch goals, social stretch goals, and live drawing events throughout the campaign to keep things exciting. Plus, I still have a few secrets, but all will be revealed soon. So put on your wizard hat and settle into this neighborhood. It's going to be a fun thirty days. All right. So they are looking for
2: twenty grand. Um, with twenty-eight days to go, it's just just launched a couple days ago. They currently have four thousand two hundred fifty-four backers, um, based out of Denver, Colorado. They have two hundred eighty thousand five hundred fifty-eight dollars. They are like ten times backed mm-hmm. and then some. Um if you want now you can get into the early bird I believe um for thirty five bucks after shipping twenty nine plus six shipping um there's other levels going to the top granddaddy of them all the ultimate dark sorcerer uh, it's only 129 dollars there is one backer um one runes and regulations base game one nefarious neighborhood expansion Two hundred seventy runes and regulations card sleeves. One Kickstarter exclusive runes and regulations central play mat. Seven Kickstarter exclusive runes and regulations individual player mats. Jesus. One Kickstarter exclusive Nefarious Neighbor individual player mat. One Kickstarter exclusive runes and regulations sticker pack. One Kickstarter exclusive Nefarious Neighborhood sticker pack. One Kickstarter exclusive stunning Kitsuni card. Any un- extra unlocked stuff announced during the campaign for this tier. So going back what to going fuck? back to the base tier. Um, you get a Runes and Le- Regulations base game, a Kickstarter exclusive stunning Kitsuni card. That means like later when you buy this game on Amazon, you'll be able to get like, the stunning Kitsuni, whatever that is, and one Kickstarter exclusive charm pin, and plus whatever extras are unlocked.
1: And how much is that?
2: That is twenty nine plus six shipping, so thirty five. Hmm. Um, and then so there's going to be an expansion. Um, so for forty four, you could get the Nefarious Neighbor Sorcerer. You might as well just do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll see
1: 44 I think I might do that
2: uh yeah it looks fun it does look fun yeah we'll talk about that later okay alright what's your last kickstarter
1: um I'm gonna let them introduce it
2: yeah cause it's got a funny name it is dun 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 ah!
5: oh my god he's dead the master's dead
2: <laughs> the fuck Nothing to be
5: done for the poor fellow until we drain the water, I fear. We should have to get him
2: out of there. If I'm These are all talking animals, say. by the way.
5: Can't yeah. very well determine the cause of death just it's by in the through the glass, you know.
2: Mm eating things. Sounds of the
5: sea featuring periwinkle flange and the crustaceans. A whale and a dog. Oh, oh, oh my, how awfully embarrassing. I do hope that wasn't an important clue. This is Guilfrey on his wedding day. He was utterly devoted to Ethelberta. It was so sad when this she game passed away. This was really
2: weird, so that terrible air. business. Just terrible. Danger.
1: Danger. The Isle of Barghest. Shaped like a skull. Ooh,
4: Good came. lord.
6: It's an abomination!
5: My word, what an astounding adventure that was, eh Frumple?
6: Hi, I'm Charlotte. I'm the creator and sole developer of Lord Winklebottom Investigates. And I'm going to be showing you how you can help with the development of the game. Lord Winklebottom Investigates (laughs) is a brand-new point-and-click adventure game set in the alternative 1920s. My main influences while creating the world of Lord Winklebottom have been the Sherlock Holmes and Agatha Christie stories. I'm also inspired by the atmosphere and tone of classic Universal and Hammer horror movies. I'm a huge fan of classic point-and-click adventure games, and Lord Winklebottom Investigates is strongly influenced by the likes of Monkey Island and Grim Fandango. The best way to get a feel for the game is to download the demo.
2: This demo Yay, has been exhibited
6: at a number of shows, including Adventure X, where it was selected as one of the games for their showcase in 2018. Download the demo by clicking on the banner on this Kickstarter page. So far, Lord Winklebottom Investigates has been a solo project. I've been self-funding development, working on the game entirely in my own time, building the environments, drawing and animating the characters, and creating the dialogue and puzzles. To make the game really live up to its promise and be as amazing as I want it to be though, I'll need some extra help and that's where you come in. It's really important to me to have the game fully voice acted to a high standard, so part of the money from this Kickstarter campaign will go towards this. Actors and studios aren't cheap, especially for the amount of dialogue in a full size adventure game. I'm also planning on collaborating with a composer to create a unique 1920s inspired soundtrack to really bring the game world to life and to make it feel like a truly immersive and authentic experience. I also need a bit of help with programming, in particular porting to the Switch, as well as QA and testing. All of this of course costs money, this is where you come into the equation and can help build and be a part of the game as a valued contributor. In exchange for your help and support of the project, there are some great rewards available. Stickers. You can get copies of the finished game, of course, merch. and also a range of Lord Winklebottom inspired goodies. You can even help create a character in the game. Maybe your own pet could be a suspect. Oh. I'm really excited about Lord Winklebottom Investigates, and with your help, we're going to make a fantastic point of the adventure. Thanks very much for watching.
2: Bye, Charlotte.
6: Bye, Charlotte.
2: So, how much is she asking for?
1: Way, way too little.
2: Well, maybe she just wants to make sure she gets backed. Nine
1: thousand one hundred forty US dollars. Yeah, that
2: doesn't develop any game. <laughs> no. Like for voice acting?
1: Twenty nine days ago. Uh huh. Which means it just started. Okay. They're already at five thousand two hundred forty one. Okay. So she might, if this trajectory continues,
2: she'll she'll get her she, minimum but she'll get her minimum. But will she I... actually get enough money for the voice actors is a pro- No. That's kind of the worst. A digital
1: thank you is ten dollars or fourteen dollars.
2: Ooh, that's kind of steep for a thank you.
1: Yeah, it's access to our backer-only Discord channel, which mm-hmm. is which is free. Uh, receive a special backer role in Discord, background wallpapers, desktop, and mobile, and name and credits. The actual game is uh, twenty-four. I think it's called two-two-one B Backer Street. Get a copy of the game on release in our digital thank you pack, including wallpapers, discord rule, and name and credits. The big granddaddy of them all is $1,306. An unusual suspect gets you everything already mentioned, plus Lord Winkle bottom bookmark, plus a pin badge, plus exclusive Kickstarter t-shirt, plus playing cards, plus uh, special mention in the credits, plus your animal or pet or animal, interactable character in game and an exclusive handwritten thank you postcard from Cave Monsters. Okay. And they expect to launch in 2020 of May of
2: 2020. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Alright. Hey Tim. Hmm. What have you been playing? I've been playing it a bit. Um, I played some more Zelda. Okay. I've beaten the final Divine Beast. Okay. The, the camel. Um, that was fun. You had to rotate the middle of it.
1: I hated that one.
2: It was very interesting.
1: I literally, that was like,
2: probably the 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 most challenging, I think, of all of them. Yeah,
1: that was the hardest one for me anyways. I, I went through the other three, I think, I think I did the first two completely blind, not knowing what the hell they were or how they worked. Um, I did the water one, um, speaking to you. And then that one I had to do, I had to look it up because I couldn't figure out how to fuck the move shit. I spent like four hours and like could So not it's actually it. been
2: really cool to play with my son because it's like a different perspective while I'm playing. you would be like, hey, why don't you try this? And like often he'd have really good ideas. So really? That okay. was cool. Um, so my
1: son, on the other hand, is still just learning to poop in a toilet. So that did not work for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, he's young. Yep. So... So I've been playing that. Um, I've got the Master Sword. I've got the Hylian Shield. I've got all of the Divine Beasts. I I'm trying to figure out the memories. Like some of them are kind of obvious where they are, but I'm down to like I think six or seven memories left to collect. Oh shit! Wow, you're getting
1: really close. I need to pick it up again.
2: Well, I mean, I want to get this. I'm ready to beat this game finally. I like the console generations are moving on. I want to. I want to beat this game. Um. That's kind of an internal dialogue I've been having with myself. Like, what games that I've started but not finished do I want to actually That's like, uh, buckle down and finish before the next generation of consoles Yeah, I out?
1: should have had this conversation with myself back when like the Switch was first coming out because mm-hmm. I'm literally at the very end of A Link Between Worlds. Never finish it. Oh, my God. Like, the Switch came out. Breath of the Wild I was like, boom, done, fuck it.
2: That's a good game, too.
1: I know it is. I enjoyed the hell out of it.
2: You should just, just do it. Um, I don't
1: remember where the fuck it was though now. like, I'd have to start over again at this point. Oof. Yeah, it's bad.
2: So, I played another game that got free view. Um, my review is written. I am trying to learn a new video editor to, to make a video review to launch at the same time as the what review. What
1: video editor are you using now?
2: Uh, Vegas Pro 15. Oh, Jesus. 16, something like that. I fun with that. With that. Hey, it's all right. What do you prefer?
1: I prefer the video one that I have, but I can't remember what the hell the name of. It was like Video Pad Pro. Okay. But you have to pay for that one. You got this one for free, I'm assuming.
2: Uh, Yeah, and our editor has like a special graphic for my name that's only rendered in that file format. Gotcha. Which, I, anyway, I yeah. don't want to get into video editing. Anyway, Feather is a game where you fly. You're a bird. Sweet. That's well, literally the game. You're a bird it. and you fly. Kay. You fly over this island. Um, I said something in the end of my review. Like, if you... Like you are either going to like this game or just be completely turned off by it because that's literally all you do. So there's music in the game and you can fly through these little rings and then it'll change the music. And the scenery is like pretty. It's kind of polygonal, kind of abstract. Um, It's very brightly colored. Hmm. And the flying feels really good. Um, It's a very like Zen kind of like I'm just going to chill, fly around kind of game. So you're either going to love that or hate that. There's no objectives. You can't die. There's no enemies. Um, So, yeah. There's a couple secrets to find, but you can kind of see the whole island in under an hour, really. Probably even really, a, probably even a half hour, really, if you're like really into it. Um, one cool thing with the Switch is it has like kind of a multiplayer where people can drop in and out of your world uh, if, you, if they have Switch Online. So you'll right. like see other birds flying around like briefly. So that's kind of cool. Hmm. And there's a button where you can like um, tweet at them. So, bloop, bloop. so, yeah. So I, as I wrote my review, if like the idea of no objectives like turns you off, I'd get Pilot Wing or Pilot Sports instead. Yeah, um, another game that revolves around it's an also island. Also two players though. Two players, objectives, multiple play modes. Yeah, but for what it is, it's really fun. Um, just, well, I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. I am enjoying it. I just don't know, like, it doesn't have a huge amount of replay value. Like, there might be some time to be like, you know what? I've had a stressful day. I just want to fly around for a little bit, and I could see that, but I don't think it's like a game that you're going to keep going back to, like, all the time. It, I mean, it's just, it's, it's cool. It's just, you're literally a bird <laughs> flying around. That's it. Mm. So, PlayStation Plus, um, two games now instead of six. One of the games looked completely stupid. The other one this month for April was Conan Exiles. And I downloaded it. And I Yeah, how was it. that? Well, okay, I had a specific idea in mind for this game. Didn't work. It didn't. I wanted to make a video for you, Zach. Okay. It would've involved little big.
1: Oh, what the fuck?
2: So in the PC Tim, I
1: would have loved you forever if you would have You would have liked this
2: because in the PC version of Conan XLs, when you create your character there's sliders. For male or female characters, male or female one makes the boobs bigger (gasps) and the male one makes the dick smaller. Dicks bigger? Yeah, there's no there's no Uh... dick slider in the PlayStation Four version. There's literally no dick slider.
1: Tim, you should have bought it on PC and done this for me.
2: So I wanted to make like a, a really slider. huge huge dick character and then like swing around like jump around and then and then uh get a bunch of clips and then play it to uh, my my dick by it. Mhm. My dick. It's big. Um yeah, no dick sliders. I guess there's like partial nudity in the game still, basically boobs, which I think is sexist. If we get to see boobs, I think the ladies and Should see dick. Should see dick or or you know Home. or vice versa yeah there, there should be dick in the game so that's stupid playstation plus really let me down without the dick sliders um the other game i got for review that I've just started um and i'm kind of a little bit worried because it seems like it could be a long involved game it's called heaven's vault <laughs> what are you doing don't worry about it okay heaven's vault um is an actual archaeology game unlike tomb raider where you just like jump in and shoot arrows and like steal things from tombs. Okay. This is about actual exploring and uh, yeah. figuring out like
1: not boob sliders.
2: No boob sliders. This is a uh,
1: Laura Croft boob sliders. No,
2: Laura Croft. This is like actual archeological. Like you're like trying to you, decipher languages and there's a lot of, um, conversations. The game is a really unique style. It looks uh, all hand painted. It moves kind of weird. Like the characters like kind of float over the environment. Um, so it makes kind of a, it's a different aesthetic than I'm used to seeing in a video game, but there's a fair amount of voice acting and like the puzzles get super involved. Like you have an index of everything you've ever learned about this fictional. So it's set in a somewhat futuristic world. Um, it seems to be like a different planet than ours, maybe, huh. um, or maybe it's just so, so far in the future that a lot of the names have changed. So you have like a timeline um, through all these upheaval events in the history. And when you find an object, it kind of places it in that timeline. And then you get clues for different words, and you have to like decipher. There's a lot involved. It's a lot of like actual, like what you would do as an archaeologist to figure out things. So, and then, like I said, the conversations are really neat. Um, It reminds me of Oxen Free, where you'll be just walking through an environment talking to someone, and conversation choices will pop up as you're walking, very natural, like a conversation flow. And you'll just press X, uh, square, circle to continue the conversation. You can choose to be polite or be a dick. um, And then that. Everyone will remember how you treated them. That's all cool. A, all of Telltale. Tim will remember this. And, uh, and that affects the outcome of your game. So there's a lot going on in this game, and I'm looking forward to diving into it in the future weeks. Nice. What have you been playing?
1: I played Magic the Gathering.
2: The actual card game? Yep. Okay. I also played Two Dots. What's Two Dots?
1: Two Dots is a mobile game. It's literally about connecting dots. I'm going to show you really quick. Okay. Oh, I haven't logged into this, so I got I to pick no, no.
2: I see more than two dots. You choose a door. You pick the middle door.
1: Yeah, sure, I guess so. Is it like a loot box? Sure, yeah, I guess so. So there's a lot of pay-to-win shit. I'm not playing it that way. You're Surprising. On level three. Level thirty-one. Thirty-one. So this one's really hard. Actually, I should probably. This is gonna. We should
2: just. There's more than two dots. Yeah.
1: So let's just exit this map and then. Uh,
2: go to an easier level.
1: Yeah. Let's go to like a.
2: That decent music,
1: yeah. All right, we're gonna level 14. So, this is where I gotta collect up across the top. So, I gotta collect 40 red dots, gotta collect 35 yellow dots, 10 blue dots, and then 10 anchors. How do you collect a dot? So, literally by connecting dots,
2: you're just drawing a line of two dots. Yep, and then, and they, but
1: now, if you get a square, it explodes all the dots of that color. Sweet. So
2: is there any other shapes that do cool things? Or just squares.
1: Just squares. So, or what about, like. What about rectangles? Yeah, rectangles will work too. So.
2: So it's a matching game but you draw lines.
1: But now, if you do a square around a different color, mm-hmm. that other color becomes a bomb. So, so then,
2: like. What's the anchor symbol?
1: Uh, I got it. It's not really a dot. You can't connect it anyway, which sucks.
2: It's, so everything is linked, arranged in a grid, and there's all these different colored dots. It's like a 4x4 four four grid. Yeah, and you and can go any direction besides diagonal. So he's moving his finger, connecting the dots, and then when he connects to several amounts of them, they disappear. Or like he said, when he connects a square. And you only and have a certain
1: amount of moves per level.
2: You got 13 moves left. Don't fuck this up. It's got good sound design. Yeah. So, have you collected all you need?
1: No, it'll stop when I do. So, I need the anchors now.
2: Let's see, you can connect them.
1: You can't, but they gotta fall off the map. Okay. So, like, this will do it.
2: Astounding.
1: Okay. So means two levels. That's right? pretty neat. Yeah. A little so, fun, little game.
2: So,
1: you're
2: level 31. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah.
1: So well, I've been doing that, uh, mm-hmm. and it's been it's been fun so far. Um, but do you want to do game releases?
2: Let's do games that are coming out this week. All right. April fourteenth to April fourteenth
1: to twenty first. Twenty first. Final Fantasy X slash X hyphen two HD Remaster Xbox One my my Nintendo the Switch. My time at Portia. 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 Uh, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, Anno 1800, PC, World War Z, PS4, Xbox One, PC, Cuphead, Nintendo Switch. Pre-ordered. Did you really?
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's definitely. A Nintendo it's actually game.
2: on my Switch right now. They have this thing where you can download it, but it's locked. Mm.
1: Um, God's Trigger, PS4, Xbox One, PC katana zero katana
2: yeah that looks cool yeah
1: uh pc nintendo switch check it out. embark check it out pc pc boss guard pc AC neo geo samurai showdown 5 special nintendo switch xbox one ps4 and our world is ended is uh coming to ps4 and nintendo switch so you guys can always check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. Um, you facebook.com forward slash plug and play cast. Sure. I know.
2: So your guess is good as mine. Bro. Yep.
1: Exactly. Um, the button and plug and play And until next week, don't forget to prime and shine.
2: Punch Nazis.
1: Let's vape that shit. That green, sticky shit.
2: Happy 420.
4: (laughs) What the fuck is that going on (laughs) here?
2: Imagine Conan characters like teabagging you,
1: flat booty shaking,
4: midgets.